So that's the formula of happiness. What's the formula of depression? That which we're trying to run away from. People say we're depressed. We have anxiety. We're popping Prozac. Some people are smiling. A very famous drug, isn't it? We're depressed. Right? What is that formula that can take us out of depression? I shared it with you. It's in doing good deeds. But what causes depression and anxiety and trials and tribulations and sadness and narrowness as if life is restrictful? Subhanallah. What causes that, O servants of Allah? Let me release to you verses from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that makes this manifest. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكًا وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى قَالَ رَبِّ لِمَ حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا قَالَ كَذَلِكَ أَتَتْكَ آيَاتُنَا فَنَسِيتَهَا فَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى La ilaha illallah. Let's listen to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in these verses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي That a person who does not do good deeds, they turn away from the Qur'an, they turn away from the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then for them, مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ They will have a life which is narrow, a life which is restricted, a life of depression, a life of trials and tribulation. La ilaha illallah. And it doesn't end there, O servants of Allah. Allah says, وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى Allah says that they will be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah blind. Subhanallah. So this person could see in the dunya and now in the akhirah, he's blind. So what does he do? He asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, قَالَ رَبِّ لِمَ حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا He says, Ya Allah, O oh my Rabb, how come you've resurrected me blind? But I lived a life whilst I could see. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond by saying, قَالَ كَذَلِكَ Allah will say, just as our signs came to you, our messages came to you, lessons were taken note of by you. You heard lecture upon lecture, Jumu'ah upon Jumu'ah, message upon message, reminder upon reminder, but you forgot about them. Thus today, you will be forgotten. La ilaha illallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, O servants of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us death whilst He's pleased with us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raise us on the day of Qiyamah whilst we see and bask in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the second formula, O servants of Allah, for us to make sure that we win against all odds. Look after the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look after the boundaries that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for you. Know that halal starts at one point and it ends at one point. And when you go over that boundary, you enter into haram. And that's why when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that which is permissible, He says, تِلْكَ حُدُودِ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَعْتَدُوهَا That these are the boundaries of Allah, do not transgress those boundaries. Because the moment you transgress, you enter into haram. 
And when he speaks about haram, Allah says, Tilka hududullah, fala taqrabuha. Subhanallah. He says, these are the boundaries of Allah, so don't even go near them. Allah doesn't say, don't reach its level, don't even go near them. So look after the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you from amongst those that win every time. And from amongst those that enter Jannah with Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look at Yusuf alayhi salam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw him on the night of Mi'raj. And he said, I met him on the third heaven. And indeed, he had half of all beauty. So he is basking in Jannah and paradise. He had difficulties, but he won against all odds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from them. Ameen. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, a very important point that needs to be addressed as well. And this point is in relation to trials and tribulations that we will face as human beings. Because from the formula of winning against all odds is the recognition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test us. The recognition and understanding that we will be tested. And when we understand this reality, we understand the formula to survive this test, which is a sabr, which is patience. So allow me for this next lesson to talk a little bit about patience and about trials and tribulations. Look at the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. If we discuss Ya'qub alayhi salam as a father, he lost a beloved child. And towards the end of the story, he lost two other children. Three children he lost. That was a great test. A great test, wallahi. And if we look at Yusuf alayhi salam, he was abducted from the home of his father. What a great trial. Thrown into a well, another great trial. Taken and sold as a slave when he was not a slave. A great trial. Moved from one country to another. He's in a totally strange, different country. Another test. Then, being bought by idolaters. Those who associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And having to be under their control for the rest of his life. Another test. Then, being seduced by the minister's wife. A great test. Then, being seduced by the women of Egypt, another great test, La ilaha illallah. Are we counting? And then being thrown into prison when he was totally innocent, another test, subhana rabbi al Test after test after test after test after test. Know and understand, O servants of Allah, that is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He will test you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al Baqarah, in the second juz, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirms and says, understand that you will be tested. It might be a test in regards to life. It might be a test with regards to financial standing or material well-being. It might be minor in that you wanted something and you didn't get it. It might be major, but know and understand that you will be tested. 
And what's the correlation with sabr? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the end of promising us that He will test us, He says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ And glad tidings to those who are patient. Who are those, Ya Allah? Who are the patient ones? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةً Allah says, they are those that when they, when they are afflicted with a calamity and a difficulty, قَالُوا They say, إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ They say, indeed, we are from Allah and unto Allah we shall return. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward these people with? What does Allah say? أُولَٰئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ Allah says indeed for them is salawat, is salutations, and rahmah, and mercy. From who? From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُهْتَدُونَ and these people, O servants of Allah, are the guided ones. These people are those that are successful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst them. So know and understand, O servants of Allah, that we will be tested. Yusuf alayhi salam was tested. Ya'qub alayhi salam was tested. The anbiya alayhi salatu salam before us were tested. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The greatest of all prophets was tested. His shoes were filled with his blood. Giving out this haq, this invitation towards Tawheed, he was also tested. They were sanctioned in the valley for years and years and years. He was tested. The companions of the Prophet ﷺ were tested. But nobody renounced Islam, la ilaha illallah. People who were worshipping idols yesterday, and today they, were, they accepted this iman, and this Islam, and this message. And Allah shook them. Wazulzilu. Allah shook them, and they proved the presence of the iman. They proved the presence of the iman. They didn't say, Ya Allah, why are you doing this to me? Ya Allah, I'm making dua. Why are you not answering my dua? Ya Allah, you, we, we learned that you are merciful. Where's the mercy? Subhanallah, this is what some people say. Billah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from uttering these words. Ameen. Right? They never said this. They understood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Alif Lam Mim. They understood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Alif Lam Mim. Does mankind think? That they will be left just like that? Because they merely said we believe. And they will never be tested. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ فَتَنَّ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ الْكَاذِبِينَ Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, we tested those before them. فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا So that it can become apparent and manifest. Whom from them have truly believed. And it will be made clear whom from amongst them have disbelieved. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people of sabr. Ameen. Know and understand some ground rules, O servants of Allah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never test you more than you can handle. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never burden you more than you can handle. La yukallifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha. Allah will never ask you to do that which you cannot do. And it is your iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that should make this verse manifest in you when you go through a test. When you are being tested, sit down and understand that from the outset, I am capable of passing this test. If I was not capable, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not have given me this test. Your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should dictate that you say these statements to yourself. The worst thing you can do is undermine yourself. Say, I'm weak, I can't manage. Why Allah? Don't question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah sets the rules and He doesn't have to play by the rules. Don't question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, Al Wahidul Qahar. La yus'al amma yaf'al wa hum yus'alun. No one will question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about what He does, but we. We will be questioned. So know and understand that first and foremost. Then know and understand, O servants of Allah, and O children of Adam, that, إِذَا أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ أَحَدًا That if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you, He will test you. Subhanallah. It's a hadith in the Sahih. إِذَا أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ أَحَدًا If Allah loves you, He will test you. I'm not saying that you should make dua to be tested. No, we shouldn't do that. We should seek Allah's protection from test, from being tested. And if we are, we should seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance in passing the test. But know and understand that it's not adab. It's adab if you disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because just like in the dunya, we always like examples which are closer to our minds. When you write your GCSE O-levels and you pass that test, don't you have better opportunities? And then when you write your A-levels and you pass that test, don't you have greater opportunities as well? You do, isn't it? And then you go to university. And when you pass there, you have greater opportunities? Think about it like this. When you pass the test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases for you your jannah. He makes bigger for you your paradise. He wants to give you khair and goodness. Subhanallah. And that's why the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not something that we can comprehend. Right? So this is how you should understand it. That Allah is testing me because He loves me, because He wants to give me a greater prize. Have we not heard the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa where he said that a thorn does not prick the son of Adam except that Allah uses it as a means to expiate his sins? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this understanding. So know and understand this, O servants of Allah, that to win against all odds, understand that you will be tested. And to pass all those tests, understand that you need sabr. Because sabr is half of iman. The Prophet ﷺ said, That the situation of the believer is strange, is ajib. Why is it ajib, O Prophet ﷺ? Because when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him what he wants, he's thankful. And that is good for him. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests him by not giving him what he wants, he's patient. And that is good for him as well. La ilaha illallah. But most of mankind know not. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. I think I've got about five minutes to go. And I'll just share with you one last lesson. I wanted to share with you two. One was with relation to never losing hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we spoke about that during Salatul Fajr today. Right? So for those who um, want to hear that talk, it's available on the Green Lane Masjid 
uh, streaming channel online. I think it's uploaded. So inshallah, you can listen to those points uh, on that Fajr reminder that we did this morning. So let me jump to the next point. The next point, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, and I want you to take this point home, and I've deliberately placed it right at the end, is because it's related to a plague that we find encompassing society. And this is found in the story of Yusuf alayhi salam as well. If we look at the life of Yusuf alayhi salam, we find that he was a very forgiving person. He always forgave. He forgave the minister's wife. He forgave the women of the city. He forgave his brothers. He was very forgiving. He wasn't sitting down and depressed and worried about what people are doing to him. He was not concerned about what others thought of him or did to him. He was concerned about himself and his relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As long as I am looking after the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will be fine. He asked one of the inmates in the prison to mention him to the king, to tell the king of his situation. The inmate forgot. He didn't do so. And Yusuf stayed in the prison for so many years. And when the king saw his dream, and this person came running back to the prison to find Yusuf, so Yusuf could explain that dream. Yusuf alayhi salam was forgiving. Yusuf alayhi salam did not complain. He was positive. He not only interpreted the dream, but he also gave solutions for the king to use to survive the testing period that was in front of him. La ilaha illallah. O servants of Allah, listen to the story. It's a famous story found in Surah An-Nur. And it will teach us again the importance of forgiving our fellow brothers and sisters. Today we hold grudges. Wallahi, we hold grudges. And we need to be forgiving. And we need to start loving one another. And stop second-guessing one another. We need to stop this. This is a means of our failure. This is a means of making us lose against the odds and not win against the odds. At the time of the Prophet ﷺ, they were coming back from a journey. And it was the sunnah and way that they would have a person riding a few meters behind the army. So that if anything fell off, from the caravan, the sweeper would pick it up and take it to Medina. So one day Safwan ibn Mu'attal, he was traveling. He was the sweeper. And as he went forward, he saw somebody in the distance. And as he went closer, he realized that it's Aisha radiallahu anha. So he came off his mount, she mounted on and he walked back to Medina with her. When the hypocrites saw this, they immediately started rumors. And accused Aisha radiallahu anha of things which do not befit her. And we don't have to even mention it because we know the story is very famous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Aisha radiallahu anha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not reveal her innocence immediately. It lasted over a month, isn't it? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses that will be recited till the day of Qiyamah honoring Aisha radiallahu anha. But... And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَا تَحْسَبُوهُ شَرًّا لَكُمْ بَلْ هُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ Subhanallah. In Surah An-Nur, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells them, tells Aisha, don't think that this was bad for you. What happened in these days when you didn't know what was going to happen? The home of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was shaken. The home of Abu Bakr was shaken. And you were waiting for Allah's revelation to come. And it was delayed. It was a test, isn't it? What did Allah tell her? Don't think that it was bad for you. It was good for you. Because she passed the test. So one of the relatives of Abu Bakr, he fell prey to these rumors. And he agreed with the rumors. Mistah. 
And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the innocence of Aisha radiallahu anha, Abu Bakr became upset, very upset. And Abu Bakr used to spend out of his money on, on mistah because it was his relative and he was poor. How many minutes do we have left? Okay. So Abu Bakr became upset. Did he not have a right to be upset? Did he not have a right? It's a major accusation. And after I've been supporting you for years. So Abu Bakr made a promise never ever to spend on mistah. End of story. Ties cut. He had every right to be angry. But what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَا يَأْتَلِ أُولُوا الْفَضْلِ مِنْكُمْ وَالسَّعَةِ أَنْ يُؤْتُوا لِلْقُرْبَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Subhanallah. Allah said, it was not for the person of honor, meaning Abu Bakr. وَالسَّعَةِ and financial standing to make a promise never to give charity to who? to those who are poor meaning mistah to those who migrated from Mecca meaning mistah subhanallah look what Allah is telling Abu Bakr what did Allah say to him? Allah said instead forgive him and pardon him la ilaha illallah forgive him and pardon him أَلَا تُحِبُّونَ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ Allah says, do you not love for Allah to forgive you? Listen to these words. Abu Bakr, Allah is saying, do you not love for Allah to forgive you? وَاللَّهُ غَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving, the most merciful. Wallahi Abu Bakr, it is reported that when those verses were revealed, he immediately said, Bala Wallah, indeed I do. And he increased his spending on mistah. And our time has come to an end, subhanallah. Moral of the story, O servants of Allah, forgive. And don't only forgive, forgive and forget. Yusuf alayhi salam, when he forgave his brothers, he did not mention to them their wrongdoings after that. He forgave them and he forgot about it. Forgive for the sake of Allah, just as you love for Allah to forgive you and know and understand that the rewards with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are great, are uncountable. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَنْ عَفَى وَأَصْلَحْ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ That for the one who forgives and mends relations, then his reward is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. Allah didn't mention to us the reward. Allah said, your reward is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And wallahi, we need to have a lot of rewards with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. We don't want to be that person who is one short of Jannah. Know and understand this, O servants of Allah. Forgive your family members, forgive your friends, forgive each other. Learn from these lessons that make us formidable people, that allow us to win against all odds. And know and understand that if you're looking for financial standing and material well-being, then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that, مَنْ أَحَبَّ لَهُ فِي رِزْقِهِ that the one who wants to have abundance in their rizq and barakah in their lives, then mend family relations. Don't have a tit-for-tat attitude that they gave my child five pounds for Eid, so I'll give them five pounds as well. 
they found me, so I'll phone them. They visited me, so I'll visit them. And that person did, didn't visit, visit me when I came from Umrah, so I'm not going to go visit him. This is not the qualities of a believer. Let's kick out pettiness. This is not from the qualities of a leader and a person who wins against all odds. I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm making our organizers panic here because I'm not stopping. I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And... I'm honored for the opportunity to come here and be with you all. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathers us in Jannah in the same way that He has gathered us here today. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaykum. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.